This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. And it's time for Feedback Friday. How did that week go so fast already? I can't believe it. It's the 27th of February, which means it's my birthday. I'm 39 today. I've been thinking a lot about turning 39 in the lead up. I like to prepare myself. I like to take a couple of months to just ease into it. My husband starts to notice I start calling myself the next age and he corrects me. You're not that old yet, but I'm just easing in so it's never a shock when you wake up on your birthday to be like oh my god I'm a year older I need to ease into change it's the last year I'm going to be in my 30s next year is the big 4-0 and I remember when my parents were approaching the big 4-0 and people would make a big deal about it and I thought it was like oh you know midlife crisis you're over the hill blah 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 so here it is I'm staring down the barrel towards the big 4-0 it's kind of waving at me turns out though it's not actually standing on the top of the hill it's kind of standing on a mound leading to the top of the hill I actually feel like I had a really great decade in my 30s my 30s were a time when I finally got beyond a really bad relationship got my life together started to feel independent started to like myself for who I am then found my husband now I've had a baby I've made a massive career change I'm quite happy in my 30s. My 30s have been really kind to me. So I kind of feel like actually what I'm going to do in my last year of 30 is enjoy every single day. That's what I'm going to do because that's my homage to my 30s. They rock. I'm sorry to see them go, but the 40s will be great too because I'm still really young. That's what I've discovered. 40 is totes the new 30. My plan is in the year I'm 39, I'm going to use every single day. I'm not going to waste one. I'm going to enjoy every single one, which is a bit different to my usual approach. I'm going to turn around and savour it because they've been fun and that's my homage to my 30s. Meanwhile, Feedback Friday. Hi everyone. I can't believe people are joining my Ravelry group. I know I set it up so that people would join it, but people are joining it. So hi, welcome, come in, introduce yourself, chat about what you're doing. Loving reading everybody's posts. So much fun. So first up, I'm going to do some emails that I received. The first one was from Alex, who actually wrote me last Sunday. And she says she's making progress on her rice stitch scarf for a friend's birthday, which was Friday, and that she might even finish it tonight, which was Sunday. So I assume, Alex, that you finished it. And then she says she'll be making one for another friend whose birthday was last Thursday. They'll have contrasting colours and hopefully they'll get good use out of them come winter. I'm sure they will. We would love to see photos though, Alex. Catherine wrote to me to say, currently she's working on a building blocks project. And she's given me the link, so I'll pop that in the show notes. This is a book of 12 patterns that teach you knitting techniques, increasing, decreasing, bubbles, cables, etc. as you work through the book. It's really good because if you're not used to casting on and off yet, the blocks are small. So you do this quite often, it becomes cemented in your mind. She highly recommends it to new knitters or people who just want to learn more or all knitting skills that all knitters should know but might have only really made plain scarves before, like she had up until now. Catherine's just started the fifth square and eventually the knitter should have enough to make a blanket. Catherine's given me a photo, which is very pretty, and Catherine says, I'm using Cleckheaton wool I bought for a dress and jacket that I ordered before seeing the wool and finding out the photos from the knitting pattern books were incredibly photoshopped and there was no way I would ever wear them. Ooh. Her mum's knitting along with her, so they'll need half a blanket each and block them all together one day. That is a nice plan. I like that plan. 
Okay, Heidi has been tweeting at me and she has started her currently creating. She posted on the 25th of February as her contribution to our virtual craft circle. Heidi says, this week I intend to finally send the finished Elfie blanket on its way. It's very pretty in in, um, greens and blues. I really love the yarn I used for this one, Patton's Rainbow in Rainforest. I bought some more of it while it was on sale in a different colorway and she says she'll have to find an appropriate project for that. And then she has an update on the on the JB blanket. I've so far kept my intention to complete at least one repeat of the pattern per day and I'm up to 19 of 27. So that kind of sounds like the repeats a few rows. Looks like, I don't know, 10? And we enjoyed the cat positioned in the photo. I'll pop a link in the notes to Heidi's update. So as well as those, we've had some tweets loving the tweets. Eleanor sent me a photo of the two cross stitches that she's working on. The dragon one is the largest cross stitch she's ever done. 36 centimeters by 51 centimeters. I suspect you might have to frame it, Eleanor. Why not after all that hard work? Mel, who was doing her shorts last Friday feedback, has finished them and posted some photos. Although Uh, She says because they are tailored to her size, they look funny as a shot on their own without being worn. I'm still trying to imagine what that actually looks like because surely your body shape is not that weird. But they look great and I've loved watching you work on them through Twitter. So more of that. Sim asked for the Ravelry group, which we've now set up. It's Champagne and Socks if you haven't gone and joined. I think you can probably just join Ravelry in order to have an account to join the group too, if that's your thing. I must say somebody said that they weren't very good at keeping up to date with their projects on Ravelry. I have to say in the history of being a member of Ravelry, I've been more often than not really bad at tracking my projects. But when I did the inventory for 2015's to-do list, I went ruthlessly through what I had there and was just like, you're never going to finish that project, frogged it, put the yarn away or gave the yarn away. And then I've tried to update with as many projects. Uh, This is a totally a lie because I have a ton of work in progress projects sitting in the work in projects box that are not on my Ravelry group yet. And I intend to add them when I pick them up because Who wants to have a look at 75 works in progress you haven't finished yet? That's just depressing. The ones that I have on mine at the moment are the ones that I'm sort of kind of currently working on. And I'll probably, I'd like to use my Ravelry projects as a way of doing my inventory at the end of the year and pulling up what I actually did this year. I'm trying to be really good about posting once I've finished a project. And I'm also learning a lot about taking photos of projects, which has been a lot of fun. And actually the best place I learned how to take photos is through the Space Cadet Creations newsletter. That's a really cool newsletter if you haven't actually subscribed to it. She sends out a newsletter, I think it's like once a week, but often she'll have tips on how to do things that are like related to craft but not necessarily her yarn colorways. She does send you updates on obviously her latest yarns and stuff. And also... Mini Skeins, which is a total obsession of mine, that's for a podcast coming up soon. She has an amazing Mini Skeins club and it's so much fun to have a look at her Ombre series, which I encourage you to check out. That is stunning. Catherine tried to subscribe to Yarnbox and I forgot to mention that Deb and I were stalking out Yarnbox for like three months before they opened for subscriptions. They're not open all the time. We were both interested in the Lux Yarnbox, which looks extra special. 
we got word that that was going to be open sometime, I think maybe earlier this month. And in fact, the day it was going to be open, I was out. I had to get my husband to stalk the website and subscribe for me because they don't seem to be open to subscriptions all the time. We've just subscribed. I think they send out your first one immediately, which I haven't yet received. And then I'm apparently already getting my second one. We'll report back on what that's like. And then if it sounds cool, then you can store for the next opening to the subscription. Mel says that she was feeling inspired after listening to the last podcast to get crafty again. That's really cool. Mel is getting back into her half-finished crochet blanket thanks to this podcast. Anything to get projects finished, I say. Mel says she's made the required 432 squares and it was half the size the pattern said it would be, so now she has to do the same again. Oh, 864 squares. I feel that quite a lot. But, you know, sometimes projects take a couple of years to finish and that's totally okay. That's crafting. I promised Mel I would feature my blanket that I've been making that's similar, which I've been making out of mini skeins. Maybe I'll do that as as the very next episode since supposedly my last mini skeins arrived in my last knit crate for this project. It's not finished yet, but I definitely could chat about that. A big shout out to Ellen, who is in the very, very depths of winter in the U.S., I've been watching photos on Twitter about the cold and I cannot even contemplate that cold. It is so hot here. One last thing before I go, which I'm going to pop in here even though I'm not actually short on time. I wanted to start a little segment called Artisan Corner where I feature cool things that I think other people would think cool. And the first one that I want to do is an artisan jam company, I'm going to call it. It's run by Kate. It's called Just Add Moonshine. It doesn't have a fancy website, I don't think. The best way to get in contact is to email kate at justaddmoonshine at gmail.com. She's also on Twitter as Just Add Moon. Email her and ask her for her jam tasting notes, which is her list of jams that she's got for sale at the moment. And she's just started, I'll tell you now, I'll warn you now, She's just started a subscription box, which I believe will be quarterly. Her jams are to die for. I'll tell you a few that I have tasted, just so you know that I know what I'm talking about and that you discover that you, in fact, want this. I've tasted What Eve Did Next, which is gilded apple jelly, a swirl with cinnamon and vanilla or lavender and vanilla. She recommends you smush on toast, melt into warm milk or custard, or over a moist cake, scoop bits into a trifle or the middle of a sponge, dissolve in a fruit salad. You see where I'm going with this, right? I've had Neferikara, which is hang on to summer with a vanilla and cardamom enriched apricot jam. Would make a beautiful ice cream, but great on scones, yogurt, porridge, or toast. I should really stir some into my ice cream to see how that goes. I haven't tried in the library, but the description to this one just told me that I must. Miss Scarlet in the library with the dagger or the candlestick or the lead pipe. Regardless, I'm a fan and this plum jelly laced with vanilla, star anise and lime is reminiscent of red book bindings and upholstered library furniture. Other jams that I have tried that are delicious. Hope. Wickedly dark cherry jam seething with cardamom, vanilla bean and cracked pepper. That one is just to die for. Also, possibly my favourite is Lola, a devious concoction of rhubarb and lush cherries to tart up the toast of divas and desperados. I mean, come on. 
Okay, some of the other ones I've tried aren't on her February list, so I'm not even going to tell you about them, but email her, grab the list of what she's currently going, give it a try. It works out best if you order 12 jars because we're over in WA. Just Add Moonshine is located in Tasmania. So for postage, one big box fits 12 jams um, for the best postage. So find someone else who likes jam, order together. You will not be sorry. Trust me on this. That's probably all I have time for today because I'm already way over time. Thanks so much for joining my virtual craft circle. I'm so glad to finally have friends. Next week, more crafting. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast, a twice weekly podcast of all things craft, dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can now subscribe via iTunes, leave a review if you like, Join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girlie Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.